I have to work to the middle. Uh, I'm very aware that the middle is where everything happens anyway, but uh, if we're going to have a discussion, you're for or against it, I'm more than willing to listen to your side, but I divide things into, into opposing teams almost intuitively. Uh, you're Republican or Democrat, or you get to assign to a position somewhere. You can't, there's no neutrality. And I think that my worldview is, I think, really actually happening in society that uh, you are one or the other. You, you got to take a side. You got to be entrenched. Uh, you have to present your argument, which is what I'm doing from my side. And you try to say, well, I was taking the position that it's all uh, yes or no, good or bad. You were trying to say, you know, there's everything's not evil or good. Some things in the middle. And I, I, we didn't take advantage of your line of thinking. But it, it comes back to where I'm trying to mumble through today is, uh, as it relates to media, what's, what is the media's uh, capability in uh, either keeping us polarized or perhaps mm. building, you know, we're in the, what we call community media, the, the, the bridging and building community. Building community is a big word because people in communities get to know each other and then they get to know each other and they don't hate each other, yada, yada. But is that media's role in the bigger picture? And did media divide us? I think there are <laughs> that that is a mouthful of questions which I will get that's, to piecemeal. That's what happens. I had nine cups of coffee, <laughs> and I unfortunately had one two hours ago and forgot to bring another one in here with us. So I may be a bit uh, we'll more have a break wordy. In a minute, not to worry. <laughs> okay, good. But uh, so my idea uh, regarding all that is the media. If we're talking about so-called news media, uh, it's you know obviously different from sports and, and entertainment, uh, or, again, ideally so. But it, it, in the U.S., uh, those differently focused entities have raced down the same chasm of clicks uh, over content. Uh, and, and maybe maybe you get... I would love to do some kind of statistical analysis on sports news shows and see if they're more critical of what's going on day to day than, than uh, CNN and MSNBC and Fox News. Because imagine if, whenever you were given one of these guys to come on and talk, they gave you all their stats, like they do on sports. And they gave you, you know, what they were good at and what they were bad at. Imagine if, when they were making a point, they had to show you historicity in, in context and say, well, statistically, these guys have only, when they get to this point, they can only pull it out 40% of this guy's sure, sure. RBIs. You know, this, well, he's way the, better at stealing bases than he is. That's the answer to fake news and real news, is if you actually kept statistics and showed them on Imagine. the bottom of the screen. Imagine Coming that. up to the podium is Sean... Spicer and coming up to the podium when he's is paid Mitch by McConnell this guy, this guy. and uh, yeah and his, his yeah, he raises uh, his money through this means yeah here's where his money comes from here's what he voted for here's what he's done and you can play that on all sides uh, and the data exists the technology the exists. exists put the data and the technology in front of the public and that it, well, may be, well that may be the answer right there but you know the, the funny thing is Ed is that polling data exists too and we could do this with polling data when when topics come up, you could have at the bottom of the screen every time, uh, you know, mm -hmm. according to this, it, it seems that 77% yeah. of the people think that yeah. we should reform our prison system. Uh, you know, 80% of people think we need to stop arresting nonviolent drug offenders and incarcerating them at the taxpayers' <laughs> expense. But those things, as we talked about last week, are politically inviolable. Now, why is that? Well, you could say it's because the public doesn't know, but we, we know the public knows, and we know that uh, what's his name? Lerma, uh, the the PBS, the brilliant dude. I, I hate that I'm doing this. Uh, report, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, whatever, this yeah. guy. Uh, gosh, I see his face. 
uh, Jim Lair uh, yeah, okay. did a did a report uh, where they took a statistical you know he's reporting a statistical analysis over forty years of data and it shows that what power wants power gets and what citizen action wants citizen action only gets if power also wanted it. That's the only okay. time their voice uh, seems to matter is if it was going to happen anyway. Look at LGBT rights to be cynical. That's bad. When you have these uh, uh, twilight zones in, in a corporate atmosphere where someone who's an asset to the company is perhaps in trouble of, of not being able to uh, prosecute their rights in the same way as others because of their sexual identity or gender identity, that hurts corporate atmosphere. That's why you know, when North Carolina passed the bathroom bill, you have they're losing billions of dollars because people are saying, oh, I'm not going to build my factory there and, and add jobs for 50 years because that puts some of my employees in limbo. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, um, you're saying something, and I read the article just the other day. Maybe you're getting your inspiration from the same place. Uh, the way we make the argument appeals to the other side or not, and going back to the argument that we're all on sides, uh, the liberal argument has to appeal uh, – the same argument could be made, but it should come through an emotional basis. And using and the, the article I read had some specific terms: uh, tolerance, diversity, the hot buttons. Uh, mm-hmm. And then said, if you're, you're presenting to the conservative side, you have to go with purity, patriotism, loyalty. Uh. And it's not all about uh, C. Isn't it good if everybody lives? Uh, it's it's. See, if everybody lives, you have a cheaper workforce or yes. some other, you know, what's the... Or that uh, everyone's going to be holding hands because I think, I, don't, I didn't read that article, but it sounds like it's making the case that liberals are just as easily led oh, hell yeah. as conservatives. It's just that they're led by what we could laud as uh, less <laughs> cowardly principles. Because I'm sorry, the right is that they're able to make you afraid of refugees and drug dealers and dark-skinned people. They do. That they operate on fear, and it's sad. Well, using because most fe- of using these people, fear, is a, yeah, that's an age-old way to, to lead the masses. But and, these are people that think they're brave. That's the funny thing. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the fake bravery and the American flag on the back of the pickup truck and a, and a, a weapon loaded under the seat ready to shoot somebody <laughs> in Lafayette, Louisiana, because a muzzle might turn up and come chase yeah. you down. On the Conrad yeah, Johnson afraid of South Muslims. College. Oh, I'm yeah. so afraid. Well, it went back, and look what W did. W ran the whole thing, and he got lucky from political speak on 9-11 because he had an enemy made and ready to rock and roll. Wasn't the one that attacked us. He took <laughs> off after the wrong people, just to make a point. Oh, we had a fake war. But that whole thing was about stay afraid, stay afraid, stay afraid. And remember, That was how it was sold to us, yes. That's exactly But we we believed in fear, and so we bought it. We, the fake vial of anthrax or whatever it was that Colin Powell had on. Yeah. Fear, 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 fear. And if you remember, right before the election, uh, they gave us that whole color-coded thing and everybody was red and orange. Right. The day after the election, okay, we're out. No more of that. Don't worry about it. It's All, the, all that fear went away and we picked another enemy. Uh, or another but we never branch, stopped Another branch of enemy. The, yeah. the last one. Uh, and it's the whole thing is, a, and I don't even remember your original statement, but well, the whole thing comes back to I, I, we're all suckers. Yes, okay, uh, there, that's why. But then I think the the way that we're all suckers is because we're still all these liberals I know, Ed. They they think they know what's going on because they're watching. Oh, today we're talking about well, Kaepernick. They're in the same well, echo chamber. They're, yeah, they're in the same. Colin they got Kaepernick. their own bubble. Sure, but but the, but their bubble is more hurtful 
for me because they're supposed to be the ones that are championing the rights of the of the the, the, the weak abroad well, and at well, home. The hypocrisy and is instead astounding they instead them. they parrot whatever the today's worry is instead of constantly saying you know whatever you know that's why I like the guys in Sierra Club or the guy, the people that are just you know what I'm just going to devote my life to this issue because I can't do everything and maybe by the end of it I will have thrown enough of my husk at this you know, inexorable <laughs> crap heap that I'll, I'll, I will... Inf- That's an excellent way to put it. I had thrown enough of my husk at this <laughs> crap heap to try to fix it. But, yeah. Uh, well, you're, you're, you, you might be a little bit correct. What are you... Because, uh, because it's so... Okay, look, look, everything is getting better despite the U.S. public policy. The U.S. is this paragon of the way not to do things in every damn area of our lives. Almost every incident where we champion being the best, we suck. We suck uh, at it. And, but we, we... We suck at the co- military. We the, have the best military on earth and we uh, can't use it. We have, we have we the most well-equipped, the smartest, the most uh, heavily financed, uh, per capita, the, probably the largest military in the world oh. by, by a factor. We have and it, everything, in every way, we're yeah. way ahead. But uh, uh, in Vietnam, we got our ass kicked by people with bamboo fucking sticks yes. and a will to fight, exactly. et cetera, et cetera. Well, and then, it, and then where does the topic uh, go? Where does the topic go with, with liberals? Oh, well, that jet, that F-35, whatever, what is it, the F-1? F-35, uh, yeah. The, the newest one. Oh, gosh, $1.4 trillion were throwing down the tubes. We just... It, they, they immediately try to like appease conservatives with their argument, because for one thing, that jet is not any more expensive than any of the other jets. That's 1.4 trillion out to 2070. If that's what, where you want to take your argument, then you're already ceding the moral ground that your argument supposedly adheres to. And, and the moral wow. ground I'm talking okay. about is we don't have the right to go around well, you're telling other people how to run their lives. We have in, we've been involved in so many oh. democratically, you know, we're overthrowing governments left and right. The CIA is doing and it's all after World War II. It, it, it all deals with what happened after World War II. We, we won't pay attention to our history. When you take history in school, you don't learn it. You, you learn a couple of dates and you don't learn like well because obviously I I don't know Ed it just it, well I you're right so there's flustered. no pra- you don't learn enough history to have a practical application and we can prove that the the, the slogan everybody knows what the thing we learn from history is you don't learn from history sure. and it, in fact we learn the history we can repeat it we can say Hitler did this he used these techniques you can read you can but you don't learn it because it's it's you don't have any applicable comprehension and people that lack an empathy. You know, when you were a kid and you heard about Hitler burning the Jews, you had empathy. You said, man, why do those people let that happen? Mm -hmm. And then you try to put two and two together and you paid attention. And other people are going, well, that's just too bad, man. If they hadn't been Jews, they wouldn't have been froze up or fried or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Carry on here, pop another, whatever it is you're drinking. Uh, And and, and that's, for for me, that's that's kind of the whole thing is, is we have to make it dumb. We have to have a bogeyman, like Hitler. Like, it was all Hitler. If only Hitler hadn't been born, <laughs> the world would be sunshine. Well, and nothing bad has happened. You know, everything since Hitler has been, you know, the well, Hitler U.S. Hitler is the metaphor butt. or the, he's the, yeah, he's the metaphor for everything evil. Yeah. From the weather. But I it's mean, because it's, a, it's easier to digest. It's, you know. Well, that's the whole argument that, that, that goes back to what's real news and what's not and what's important and what's not. And we've, we've 
taken the name of Hitler, which really should be kind of reserved for the worst of the worst. <laughs> and we've applied it to everything right on down to Bobby Jindal even, which is, you know, let's get serious. And so we've we've kind of ruined the context for our argument, kind of like you were saying before. Yes. You know, the first thing you've got to say is a counter-argument that means uh, you're bad, but uh, or I'm bad, but you were worse. And that doesn't do anybody any good. But ultimately, you're telling me that... Uh, particularly the side that I'm on, the liberal side, is uh, we're as hypocritical as the other side is and where our argument is not getting traction because we're lying to ourselves as well as the conservatives are. Is that what you're saying? Essentially. I think uh, you're lying about different things for the same reasons, and it's because the reality that you might be faced with if you step back from the conservative-liberal struggle is a, a reality that we are all partial to and in some way responsible for, but mostly just crushed by, and it is the fact that we don't live in a democracy. You know, having these opinions <laughs> doesn't matter because the people that make the decisions aren't us. If you really want to divide it between us and them, it's the 99%. It's, it's the more than, it's the 99.9% against these these certain individuals that need to burn in hell, unfortunately, we, we can't believe in hell, even though Nietzsche said, you know, we, we killed God, but we still have grammar, so we're just as beholden. <laughs> well, the, the, the power structure, the whole, everything in my head right now comes down to the power structure, and it, we've corporatized everything, every single thing. Now, to this, today, the president, uh, the, the frickin' office, the official office is saying, uh, shop here and buy these goods and don't shop there. And I mean, you can't get any more corporate than that. You can't get any more capitalistic than that. You can't get any more bought out than that. Uh, I mean, it's just open and transparent. You know, Steve yeah. Scalise, the, yeah. uh, he's the, the House whip or whatever, third in command in uh -huh. the whole Republican Party. He printed a nine-page pamphlet, printed this thing, put it out, and it was uh, called the, the uh, Rewards and Benefits of Being a Donor. And for $100,000, and I don't remember the specifics, it's all over the Internet, but for $100,000, you get to have coffee with him uh, in person once a month, and you get invited to at least two or three other Republican events per year, plus you get to be first in line if there's ever a, a, a town hall meeting. That's what you get for 100000 For two fifty, you get it's the whole thing's printed, and they, they call it the benefits of being a donor. They don't even, they, they're not even trying anymore. It's just like straight up. Here's what it takes to play the game. So then that's, uh, that's my question, it, is what does it take? How, how can... It takes 70 million bu 7 million bucks <laughs> to be Secretary of Education. That's what Betty DeVos paid. I thought it was 200 mil over her lifetime she's given. Uh, to Republicans in general, but she gave Trump 7 million to become president. She contributed to his campaign this go-around. Yeah, she gave 70,000 to Cassidy, paid. our well-known senator, the knucklehead, with his own health plan. <sighs> So the 1% owns everything, they have the power, and the rest of us are getting screwed, and we know it. And now half of us are marching in the street uh, to throw things over, and the other half are polishing their bullet to uh, stop the crazies and the Muslims from coming in. And we have a, what almost anybody, whether they'll say it in public or not, will agree, is a somewhat distracted, discombobulated, yes. narcissistic, uh, impulsive, compulsive uh, rather vacuous and vain. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many ways to describe the guy that are not really positive. Uh, I thought you were talking could, about the American populace. <laughs> well, I, too, them too. Them too. No, but we got the guy in charge. It's nuts. And the rest of yeah. us... Uh, uh, you, you, yeah, but he's you, more you, like us than any of us want to admit, man. 
Oh, that's the reason he won. He's very much like us. The collective yep. us wants to be rude and crude and grab him by the pussy. That's the the bottom line. Is the uh, he appealed to the core? How does it go? The Cro Magnon man and all of us. Uh, yes. And the and the people who he and that goes back to the whole thing. People that are bought in are going to stay bought in, and to move them from bought in is very difficult for them. They can't just look at the facts anymore because those facts refute their mere existence, their whole reason for being. And you you show me something different, I can't digest that. I have to fall back on, well, that's fake news. And he told me it was, and he, and if yeah, he, and he's the president, he wouldn't tell me it's fake news if it's not. No, that's where I, I kind of feel like I want to be a fourth-wave feminist, but with Trump, and just assume that things are going to work out and, and act as though they are working out and ignore all the madness and let... The Democrats who pretend to be the the, the side that's going to help us, even though, uh, as you know, they passed that rule in 2013 to push forward a confirmation that had been held up by the intransigent Republican Congress, which is now being used to confirm DeVos and uh, oh, yeah. uh, Sessions. Oh, yeah. Sessions gets confirmed. Oh, he's totally confirmed there was never oh, any that doubt. That is freaky, uh, man. This, this man wants to imprison everyone Everyone, that's his thing. He like he just lock you up. He would love to lock me up because I don't, <laughs> I don't like uh, locking people up. Or the <laughs> the Dutch are the Dutch the Dutch are closing prisons left yeah, and right. Closing prisons. The Dutch uh, the Dutch got a lot of things figured out, and they learned where to put their. Yeah, like my dad told me when I was leaving for Vietnam, uh, son. Uh, words of wisdom. You got to learn what to worry about and worry about that. And don't worry about the rest. And the Dutch figured out what to worry about. <laughs> and they don't worry about the rest. Yeah. They take care of floods like nobody in the world. They have empty prisons. They have the highest literacy rate in the world. Some good food. Uh, and they worry about the right things. Don't worry about the wrong things. Living life, man. Yeah. Enjoying well, they, yeah, they, well, they understand there's, a, there's an arc here and you get to live through it. Uh, yeah, it's like we were but, talking about last week and I loved what I said to be as solipsistic as the rest of the populace. The job, your job. If you got something that you love to do, that's awesome. But if you don't it, love to do a, it, yeah. what are you doing defending it? Let's let's talk about defending our right to exist, and that means maybe offending the people that have got more than they need. Sorry. Oh, I'm all in favor of of. Uh well, it's just, it's, redistributing it's, uh, redistribution wealth. of the wealth, yeah. And if it, it's it, called, you uh, know what, you know what you call it, to, so that they won't catch up for five years, a Pareto improving move, because that's what it is. When you take Pareto improving no, move, Pareto, P A R E T O, a Pareto okay. improving move is one where you take a chunk of wealth, like estate taxes, do this. You mm-hmm. take a bunch of wealth from the people who literally, if you like, if you want an heiress. What is wrong with you? Why do we want to have heiresses? This Betty DeVos, that's her occupation, is an heiress. Yeah, I'm having money somebody gave me and using it to influence things that I believe. That's pathetic. That's sad. It's all over the place. The fact that we think uh, that that's cool. No, man. I I think uh, the estate tax, which doesn't even start in any real measure until I think it's $10 I think it should go up a little higher. And it should start, you know, $10 million depending on how many people you want to provide for. But you need to just give up a bunch of that money. Because oh, yeah. There's if a, those uh, people under you can't prosecute their lives, well, guess what? That money's going to keep them alive. 
That's oh, what it's yeah. there for. Yeah. They and won't it, die it, because it, it we'll have a better affect, safety net. It would not affect Betty DeVos's quality of life one iota. To, to have $10 lost, million instead of If she lost billion. 90%, if she has so much money, she could lose 90% and still make her house note, still fly around, still wear ridiculously expensive clothes. It would not affect her day-to-day life one bit, and except see, her bank account would say, instead of $100 million, you only have all you need plus 10. <laughs> uh, and the rest of that money would be... Yeah. For me, it would be feeding people. Feeding and homeless is where exactly, I throw it. Exactly, exactly. But that's where you know the Dutch get an itemized receipt back. A lot of the European nations do. When you pay your taxes, mm-hmm. well, six dollars went to welfare and fourteen dollars went to yeah. you know title generation of energy. <laughs> you, the, that information is available if you do a little Google search, find out where your taxes went, and it's really going to make you. Hopefully well, yeah, as you well know, it's going to make you pretty upset. And if they factor in the money you didn't collect because of tax exclusions and exemptions and manipulations, uh, that would really throw you for a loop. And you well know that I'm saying straight up that there's more given away by not collecting from corporations uh, in return for this vaporous um, taxes from the jobs that they don't give. As though they uh, don't want to do – the thing that insults me – is that the idea of tax credits means that, oh, well, doing business in America is not worthwhile enough for me unless you suck, my, suck me off uh, before you do it. They, they should be glad to do commerce in the third strongest economy on earth and the largest economy on earth by far. Well, the, yeah, well, that's part of the reason corporations have taken over is they've gotten the ability to, make to the come argument. in and make the deal. This is how it's going to go down. We will, we will come take all of your resources and pillage your community and run all your moms and pops out of town and give you access to lower made-in-Japan clothes, uh, which we'll admit you need because you don't make enough to buy nicer clothes made in America. You need access to cheaper clothes, and they <laughs> come from a foreign country. So we're going to do you a favor. But in return, you've got to let us more or less rape your children by dropping sales tax on us. And literally and rape redirect- your children when they go straight yeah. to a prison because they well, in the end, that's you know, sold not, drugs yeah. or something. Yeah, and, and, on, and just on and on and on it goes. And that, that's money is one out. The, you, the society is given over to the dollar to the degree, and going back to like the Dutch, they, just work, they work on a quality of life and figure out how to make money off of it as opposed to how to make money to live at all. But it still comes back for me to World War II, man, that changed everything. We used to, in the country, be suspicious of of. of, of you know, whatever, of your cereal coming in a box, of not knowing exactly where the heck that came from. And, of course, World War II signaled the end of that sort of economic isolation, which is, which is a great thing. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's globalism economically was a good thing in some ways. But in a lot of ways, it just went in and raped the weak. It raped, it raped the weakest parts of the world. Oh, it's it continues to, to do, do so. so. Sure. And that's not the narrative. Again, like we talk about it, that's not the... the the fire is already here. Not the sky is falling, because in the first world, Pareto improving moves, please look it up, you don't have to call it redistribution of wealth, is the way that we get populations falling, better quality of living, high literacy, all these other great things, and then, you know, I mean, because I, we, we live the dream. I mean, even if I, what I'm making, you know, I mean, I, I can't really buy much, but... I can. Sh- I, there's so much great stuff going on, and I'm not worried about air raids. Yeah. I'm not well, worried a bad about day getting. My life is a good day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're, we're not getting bombed, but people are getting bombed, and people are getting enslaved. Oh yeah, and that's oh, yeah. that's not necessary for our quality of life. I think that's what 
these Christians and these Americans like secretly think it's like, well, yeah, but if we take the boot off of this little guy who's making my clothes, you know, my life might be a little tougher, but it wouldn't be. It would actually get better. See, I don't think they, I don't even think they think that far. That's, that's Maybe almost no. secondary thinking that it cause and effect. They're going straight up. I got cheap shirts. So I don't care. That's over there. If they didn't like it, they'd buy the shirt from us or something. <laughs> they don't really, you know, they're not going to go so far as to think of the consequences of keeping people down. Because if they did, they'd realize, you know what? The whole rising tide floats all boats really does work. Yeah. Smarter people make more productive. Uh, smarter people are more efficient. Well, smarter and, people make more money. And the, the uh, average person in it, the first world has the equivalent of 40 servants because of how much electricity we use. And that sort of thing is indicative of where we can go. Things don't have to... The, there's no such precisely. thing as a free lunch is the most philosophically devoid <laughs> idea of all time. It, it, it assumes no fruit trees. It assumes no yeah, milk well, animals. It, it's just this sad thing. It assumes that land doesn't well, it, it, grow it, it, things. It ensures the institution of capitalism is what it means. Yes, it, exactly. It all comes back. Well, and, in, and it's not capitalism. It's, it's something else because Adam Smith didn't believe there's no such thing as a free lunch. That's Ayn Rand. You know, Adam Smith believed that, that everyone that gave their labor deserved to be able to not get by but thrive. Well, he, yeah, he kind of believed there was, and he believed a, that we should, there and was he believed an equal balance, a tit-for-tat kind of a quid yeah. pro quo thing. I'll he was give you prescient, man. something of value for value and, and enough profit to... Uh, how was exactly. profit determined? It was a morally effective balance as opposed to... Uh, well, how, well, much can was, we, how much can we get plus 1%? Yeah, like for uh, instance, for Masons who can't work every day of the year, can only work in certain, you know, the dry seasons and stuff like this, the, uh, those trades were valued higher. You pay more for that guy because he's not going to be able to do it every year. You know, it was it was to make sure that everyone. And this happened in society, or was this legislated? Uh, yeah. Or uh, no, I mean, did, well, this was. How did we evolve from where we are? The way now? he was writing uh, it is that it was ethical, and that everyone should do their part to not allow unethical people in the market, not do business, so nobody would ever go to Walmart. It would just the the, the people that are making no money there would end up having to go find work elsewhere. But, you know, I know so many people that just go to Walmart that don't need to, that are saving nine cents or 15 cents or $2, whatever nonsense it is. And they go give away their hard-earned money to a place that doesn't give any money to hard workers. That's a good point that people who could do better that don't, but a lot of people, and it's a sad thing, but a lot of people... They need Walmart, man. It's just Agreed. a part of the Agreed. deal. And the, that's, the, that's the what's wrong. The poor folks in food deserts yeah. do need Walmart, but yeah. why do they need Walmart? Yeah, do they, they need it 50 that's years the point. ago? No, yeah. they should not need Walmart. Not only should they not need Walmart, uh, Walmart should need them enough to come in and say, we'll pay to be here as opposed to give us 1% uh, right. on the taxes. And then and we'll dig come our, in. dig our yeah. sewage. And yeah, dig our sewage, build the access roads, take care of it. And if we pull out, good luck reusing this big giant slab See, of concrete. See, it comes back uh, to that, man. It comes back to that. It's this funny flipping of the narrative. They should be happy to do business in whatever community they come to. And instead, they say, oh, no, no, no. I'm only going to stick it in if you lick it first. People are so hungry, they're willing to do anything. It's upside down, and the the thing that drives the industry, the labor part of it, uh, there's a soup. The, the supply and demand of labor is bogus. Oh, it's there's bizarre. all the labor you need, and they can they can price you down. It, and it's obscene what they pay people to do. It is obscene, and hold over the threat of you know I could replace you with a robot, as opposed to 
I'm going to replace you with a robot, and here's how I'm training you to operate on the robot or to do better with your life or uh, get some fulfillment and make art that enriches all of us and on and on and on. Yeah, that's they can't think I, past I that, I would love man. to it's see a, more places revolt and kill their owners and take over the business. You know, nobody just point the other way. I, don't, I didn't see it. Take yeah. over the, you know. <laughs> well, if y'all think of throwing me over here today, let's see. <laughs> we Set are it on the radio, minute 31 of our program. We're, uh, we're not going to take a break today because we're going to crash this bad boy in a minute. <laughs> uh, felt like we rambled a little bit today. I don't know what we talked about. I but don't It was either. enjoyable. As usual, it was nice to be here. Yes. Uh, and we don't have a fixed length. So where were we? What were we? We were bemoaning capitalism ruins everything. We've proven <laughs> that. Media is sold out. That's where we started. Did media owe society uh, to bring us together or polarize us? We forgot that early on. Yes. Well, uh, and we, we I don't want to go. I don't want to revisit. We'll save that question. Yes. Uh, uh, sure. Well, so, I, I just wanted to say that we were very easily led into the grass is greener argument. We think that once we once we round this next bend, things are going to be better. That. You know, the, the, yeah. the cow I'm well, milking is not as good as the cow I want to milk. That's one of the reasons, that, and the psychologists will tell you, that's one of the reasons that people vote against their own best interests because yes. they're voting for their expectations exactly. of better things. Steinbeck, uh, there, there, are no, <laughs> there are no poor people in the U.S., only temporarily yeah, temporarily yeah, yeah. millionaires. Yeah, boy, they have to bring Jack George Carlin, I think, for some of this. <laughs> well, then I want to end with one of my favorite poems uh, by Edwin Arlington Robinson, a guy who wrote poetry for years and was unheralded and, and ended up when he died being called a, a, the greatest American poet and uh, just a super, uh, you know, all of his stuff was, uh, on the surface it, it seemed a little dark, but it was actually really, I think, uplifting. And, uh, okay, so he wrote about this, this rich guy. And let me see if I can do it without bawling in tears. Because- and while we're, we're cutting this, uh, we're just back from a break here. Yes. And uh, Jacob's going to close with some poetry that he's uh, more or less memorized. <laughs> uh, Thought it was memorized. If you're interested in uh, more podcasts by the, uh, we're calling it the Uncle Eddie podcast, but it's the Jacob and Ed have a conversation on Thursday show. Uh, tune in to the AOC Network. Uh, you'll find more podcasts up there. And if you're interested in participating in the program, we would have guests, right? We have a microphone. I would love to have a guest. Yeah, to, we'll have guests. To, uh, tell us we're both raving Martians. Well, somebody's got to corral what we're saying because I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, go ahead. You got your point thing Okay, ready? yes, I got it. Okay. We're back. This is Edwin Arlington Robinson. Whenever Richard Corey went downtown, the people on the pavement looked at him. He was a gentleman from soul to crown, clean favored, and imperially slim. And he was always quietly arrayed, and he was always human when he talked, but still he fluttered pulses when he said, good morning, and he glittered when he walked. And he was rich, yes, richer than a king, and admirably schooled in every grace. In fine, we thought that he was everything to make us wish that we were in his place. So on we went, and waited for the light, and went without the meat, and cursed the bread, and Richard Corey, one calm summer night, went home and put a bullet through his head. Dang. Well, that's why we're here, folks. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're going to put it on the calendar for next Thursday. Okay. you got to come up with a better com. Well, we've had a conversation. We uh, had a conversation. Pick let's a uh, let's pick a, a topic some... separate from what we've been talking about. We've got to have something to talk about to start the thing rolling. Okay, and, then, and we'll uh, come back to exactly the same thing we're, we're both we're upset at the about. Moment, but uh, I'm not against maybe getting very topical about whatever's in okay. the news on Thursday morning. We talk about that afternoon because I want to vent. I, I need some... 
uh, it's good for my psychology and my psychology. <laughs> if people are still listening and I hadn't edited this out, it's good for my psychology <laughs> to vent a little bit. And you're a good listener. Well, thank you. Uh, and I actually like to fan the flames uh, intermittently. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Bing, bing, bing.